All right. We're so pleased to have Vladislav Opolyans, cinematographer on the Globe Screen podcast. Welcome, Vladislav. Hi, everybody. And I'm sorry again for my not perfect English. <laughs> time to time, I'm, I'm, just, uh, I'm, I'm talking in cinematography language. It's more important for me. That's a good it's point. Like, and it's like fucking international language, cinematography language. How did you first decide to start becoming a cinematographer? What was that process? Uh, like? I don't know how it, it was, but I grew up in a family. My father was the cameraman. He's working on Russian TV. And we, me and my mother, our family, uh, living with my living together. And all my childhood, I saw when I grew up, I saw the cameras, films. It was very close to me. And then maybe it, why it was my decision, I don't know. But And in the beginning, I'm not thinking about what I will shoot, what I will shoot the films, big films. No, I'm thinking about career like television and documentary film. Nice. And what was your first feature film that you worked on as a cinematographer? What was that process like? My first feature film was in 1990. Nine, I don't remember, it's so, so far away. It was when I studied in the Film Institute. It was the film, The Crisis of Srednyovozos. It's a Russian title, so I don't know how it's called, how it's English. It's, it was the, the director, it was the first my experience in big film and the first experience of my director. His name is Garik Sukachok, he's a musician. And he's a very famous Russian musician rock ballads and blah, blah, blah. It's a nice story about childhood in the Soviet time. Did you film it on 35 millimeter film or Super 16? Yeah, uh, that, that, that film, I, my first film, I made on a, on a, on a film. I, I shot a lot of uh, film, my films in the film, in 35 mil, uh, of course. And my, I'm a fan of the film. In the st I'm a fan of the film textures because I respect the new cameras, a lot of respect. And now it's much better than it was two or five years uh, ago. And now the quality of the filming very similar, like the film. If you shoot the film on a film, that's but, true. It's, uh, it's I'm I'm, but I, yeah, but I'm still a fan of the original. I'm still a fan of it's analog, not digital analog cinematography. That's true. It's yeah, it's a different way of working as well. And yeah, I love films that are shot on film. But I yeah, agree. They have, that... Yeah, they have their own textures. It's uh, sometimes it's visible, but you're feeling it. You're feeling it. It's something. It's strange, but it's another. I don't know. It's. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's a quality, as we say over here, that you can't put your finger on necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. But you could tell that there's a quality to it. Yeah. Um, do you find yourself now that you're shooting digitally that directors do more takes because they don't have to worry about wasting film? There. Do you th do you think there's a higher shooting ratio, like more footage is being shot? Yeah, it's, you're absolutely right. And this time, yeah, they not thinking about uh, what the film could be finished. Yes, we did a lot of takes now, 
and our takes more longer. What is more important? Not a lot of takes. It's my, our takes is more longer. My take in the Petrov's flu was 18 minutes. It's never be possible if I will use the if I used the just 35 mil film. It's no, never possible. And uh, of course, we have a lot of possibilities to do it. It's, uh, it's you can take the viewers and he, the viewers is more deeper in your story if you use the longest takes. That makes sense. So before collaborating with Hero Serebrenikov, you filmed Persian Lessons with Vadim right. Perlman. Could you tell us a little bit about directing methods and also how he planned various shots or sequences with you? Honestly, I like this film. For me, it was an, an unforgettable experience. It was my first collaboration with the director, Vadim Perlman. And what is more important for me, it was my first experience working with the European actors. Vadim is very professional and also a very creative person. He always knows what he wants and knows how to listen to the options of other people. We can discuss a million times and he's not a dictator. He's not... He's listening, but he, if he is agree, okay, we'll do it together. If he's not agree, he has the person way, and I respect him for that. Mm. And uh, what is important for me is the DOP. In the, he's very, the Vadim is very well versed in the technical side of the film. We can talk with him in one language, one cinematographer language about the lenses and blah, 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 light and something else. What kind of lesson, what kind of lenses did you use while filming Persian lessons? One of my favorites, it's Coke, Coke. Oh, the cook. Yeah. No, 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 cook, no cook. Oh. Half cleans, half cleans. It's Germany lens. It's very interesting lenses. And I mix these lens with Ari anamorphic lenses. Honestly, all of my films, I am trying to mix lenses inside of the film, inside the, between different scenes, have different emotions, different atmosphere. And not possible, you know, it's, you're like an author of, it's like a painting. It's not possible to do it just only one direction. Poetic scenes, I prefer one lenses, for the action and other lenses. It's a, I think it's a normal situation if we will mix lenses together with the one film. That makes sense. Film. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So before you shot Tchaikovsky's wife with Kirill, could you tell us about how you started working together and how did he approach you for the film after making Petrov's flu together? I've been working with Kirill since 1916, when we shot our first film based on a play by playwright Marius von Meinbuch. He's from Austria. 
I know not remember how we started, but I remember what I came to the Google Center Theater, where Dekiel was artistic director, art director, and I watched his production of the same play, like Uchinik. And to be honest, I never <laughs> be a fan of theater, but the cinematographer effect of his production amazed me, honestly. And uh, it was very funny in the first conversation with Kirill, uh, where it was, uh, the first conversation was very short. We're talking shortly. And he told me, okay, let's make Caravaggio in documentary style. <laughs> mm. And we keep this motto for our other films, like Leta and Petrov's Flu, as the same. Yeah, Petrov's Flu was beautifully shot. I really, I watched the film. I really enjoyed it. Actually. Thanks a lot. Thank Ama- you. Am- amazing film. And I loved the cinematography was Thank incredible. So I love the use of colors as well. I thought the grade came out really nice as well. Dirty, dirty colors, mixed colors. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I was loving it yeah, yeah. because that's something that I've been paying attention to on a lot of films is the color grading as well and, uh, so, so. and I I, 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 i'll tell it to my color grader yeah. you you're very like about do you work closely with him a lot yeah yeah, yeah yeah all of my last films we, we did together and then what i like with his name andrei misnyankin it's a, uh, why i like work with him because he have own opinion for everything and sometimes we can discuss in and not fighting, of course, but discussing a lot. And I like to be with him because he's very artist, he's open person, and he can work hard. I think, so for me, there's a really fine balance between doing color grade that's interesting and has a good style, but it's not over the top. You know what I mean? It's not excessive. I thought it was a really good... Yeah, I thought the uses of lighting that you did and just the compositions, the camera movements, it really pulled you into the story right away. Yeah, amazing. Honestly, I tried to to create in uh, the atmosphere in the set, on a set. Uh, when I when I did the color gradient, we did a little bit touch, green touch, red, maybe a corner darker, that's all. I'll, um, you know, me and Kirill, like, to create atmosphere on the set, it's nice for the That's actors, the, yeah. actors, especially it's nice for the actors where they are deeper and deeper inside of the story, this atmosphere. Did you guys shoot in in chronological order at all? Were those scenes, were, there, were those bus scenes in the beginning? No, um, we're not. So- yeah, that's, that that happens, yeah. Of course, it's ideal situation, but it's not possible in the, in the industry, film industry. I'm, I'm not sure it's possible. I know you mean. But yeah. we try to do it, of course, maximum as possible. Yeah, I'm in the middle of making a film myself, and we just shot the climax scene the other day that's supposed to be the last scene, and then we have at least five more days that are... More yeah, toward yeah. the beginning of the movie. Actually, we haven't shot the beginning yet at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are, uh, I'm completely understanding in one minute. Time to time, we use some references. Okay, of course, in addition to reference, we relate 
on our artistic emotion, our personal emotion. Mm. We had no specific cliches, but I like, I don't know, me and Kirill, the Dutch masters, classic Dutch masters, you know, Vermeer. Rembrandt, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's, of course, it's maybe it's what I'm talking, it's too banal. It's, or, it's everybody yeah. knows, of course. Uh, but this masters is more, um, it's made like for the cinematographers. Absolutely. It's like Rembrandt could have been an incredible yeah. cinematographer if he was alive. <laughs> Of course, it's a new, it's not new, it's something what I told before, but yes, no, Vermeer, no. Vermeer is fantastic, Goya, uh, I, don't, I don't know, I remember my first, not experience, first emotions, when I been in the school, we, have, we had excursion on Dresden's gallery, it was the first time when I met with the uh, Dutch masters. So for me, it was fantastic emotions. Uh, These emotions inside of me, still inside of me. Amazing. How long, how many shooting days did you have for Petrov's flu? Oh, it was hard time. And honestly, I don't remember exactly, but around 2833. I don't remember exactly. So yeah. yeah, but pretty fast, essentially. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Well, I'm, oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, we no, we, we, uh, it's, it was very fast, and we shot long. We shot long takes. Something was long takes, but we have we have preparation. We we can rehearsal maybe one day rehearsal with the camera or with the actors and the camera. The second day, I did pre light. And then in the end of the second day, we rehearsal again with the light and the actors and the camera. And it's, sometimes we ha had a lot of rehearsals. That Actually, that's good because not every film has the luxury to even do such rehearsals. It's not automatic. Or you were always working on films that there's a rehearsal period? No, yeah. not if we are talking rehearsals on the set. Of course, I did it with the director. And but we create sometimes some scenes on the in the beginning on the table on the paper, not on the set. But honesty sometimes is not working well because when you come in on the sets, it's change it a lot. Yeah, thing things change, change for sure. Yeah. That's the nature of film just the nature of filmmaking in general how about on tchaikovsky's wife how was how many shooting days did you have on that project oh pardon I, i'm also not but it's something close to the thir 35 maybe 28 i don't not remember yet maybe julia helped me he, she knows it but i'm not to remember sorry it was one of the hard films in my life and one of my favorite film. We nice. did it. We did film on a set. We in the film only one take and one frame. It's a copter frame. We shot on out in outside of the set. 
Amazing. So much of the film is lit with beautiful window light coming from the interiors. How did you light these interior scenes? Uh, it's, a hard, it's a hard question because it's not possible. I don't know. It's a lot of waves or direction how I can explain it. But the, okay, I'll try. The, one of the most important for us, what I, to, what I to, told before, we are thinking about the painter masters, like Dutch masters. They're from the, these pictures and the light through the window looks very natural, but poetic, but very poetic. And we try to create the same atmosphere. We, our art designer, Vladislav, a guy is, he's very talented and he's in Kirill to create the, some sets with very small, with the ceiling is not so high, the text, nice textures inside of the, of the set. And of course, my decision was the light through the windows is my way, it's our way. Because they have only lamps, gas lamps, or I don't know, kerosene, benzene, it's a, or not oil lamps, like you understand. And the windows. Yeah, I know what you mean. No, and nothing else. Like you're trying to match what we like, yeah, so, yeah, like yeah. those sodium style lights that we have yeah, here yes, in the street. Exactly. exactly. And of course, windows it was the best solution for us. To, and we used windows a lot of time. And that gives you more. A 360 light, sort yeah. of lighting inside the room mm -hmm. where uh, the director, where you guys could change that, angles and do, once you're set up, you could do multiple setups then in the interior with minor adjustments. The light of, in our film had to look natural. It what was light from the windows was an amazing solution. In this, of course, I was helped by the beautiful sets built a guy I told before. He's very, the art designer very helpful for me and for crew, for actors. Fantastic. Nice, nice collaboration, nice collaboration with him and Kirill. They understand yeah. each other. The, they work. We're working, uh, three of us working. It's our third film. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I can't wait to see that film. I didn't see Tchaikovsky's wife because, but when it comes out in oh, the U.S., please, I'm gonna... can, can you call me or Yule or send me text me later after? after oh, that. I will definitely. Uh, I'll send you an email after I watch it. I'm excited to watch it. Thank but I understand that there's a choreographed dance sequence in the end with the main character Antonina, and was that scene rehearsed? Yes, we rehearsed everything. It was, it was very precise job on this film. We rehearsed everything. We our, one of the main goal for me it was create to create the um, claustrophobic atmosphere. It's very important for the uh, Antonina and for the viewers. Amazing, and the scene that. There's a beautifully staged time-lapse sequence at the train station when Antonina is waiting for Tchaikovsky to return, and then it passes from day to night and day again when a heavy rain begins. How did you, yeah. stage, how did you stage that scene? So that yeah, all... uh, oh, uh, it was, Honestly, it was terrible. 
Thank you for this question. I'm glad what you highlighted it <laughs> and we can discuss it, but it was hard, hard for me, but very interesting. I briefly tell you the technical aspects. Um, for me, it's very important this, scene, this beautiful scene showing thickly. And before the time of your loans, it's very important. But technically, it was very hard. What we create, we use, I, I use the top light with the sky panels on for the top light. And all the light in our set was on, give me a second, was on a dimmer control. To create for the sun effect, we right, use sky, right. sky panels sense. 360. And on then, the top light, sky panels light 60. They walked through the silk and create beautiful overhead lighting effect. And depending on the color temperature and the strength of the light, we were able to achieve the effect of different parts of the day. Wow, that's yeah, that's amazing. And you could probably control that light from an yeah, app, we, right? From your phone. Yeah, we were perfectly in the unison with the uh, overhead light with the lights with the actors we connected all these devices to a big control dimmer board which we use for the creating different atmospheres to the program light transition with the same scene oh it was hot and uh, together uh, with the change in light also we used the rain <laughs> And it's working for everything working to the atmosphere, everything working to actors. It's, it's not time lapse. It's it's about the, it's atmosphere. It's not about technicians. It's atmosphere about the own world of our actress. She's waiting long time, and the time is changing. Days changing. People is changing. She but she's still there. It's working character. It helps to the character of the act, our actors. Everything, everything, not for, uh, not for effects. Everything in our film, we try to create for atmosphere and to help the actors to be inside of this atmosphere. I love that because that to me is the essence of great cinematography. You're making something beautiful to push the narrative of the story, not just for the sake of making something beautiful, but it's really to serve the story of the film. Exactly. It was hard work, but very satisfies in the end. Amazing. So was the film shot on RE Alexa LF and Alexa Mini IF? What made you uh, use these cameras in particular? No, we used just Alexa Mini LF. That makes sense. I, I'm honestly, I'm never shot on new Alexa 35. I'm just did the tests a few months ago, but I'm a fan of Alexa Mini LF. It's perfect camera, not too heavy, nice resolution. The nice matrix. I'm glad what they are create this with what they are made this camera. For sure. I am honestly I'm a fan. I am a fan of this camera. I like it so much. 
Yeah, I like the look of that camera as well. And it really does have a filmic, ex extremely cinematic look. Exactly. So what's what next are you working on? What other projects are you working on now? We are now we are working with Kirill on our next film. I'm not sure, and then I don't know. I don't think it's a secret, but it's it will be black and white film. It's a drama, not very 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 dramatic story about Mengele, Doctor Mengele. Oh, okay. I cannot. I'm not sure what I can discuss. Some details, oh, yeah, but I understand. I'm sorry, yeah. but but it's nice script. And now we are in preparation, pre preparing to start to shoot it. Maybe two or three months later. Okay, great. And. What sort of what sort of advice do you ever give to younger cinematographers? Not not afraid to be open, feeling to be in love in life, and to be strong and don't thinking what is your next film will be the best because. The life is so long, and the honesty to keep you to be young all your life. But that's my big what I wanted to tell the young cinematographers. Don't think in oh I'm now I know, know everything. Now I am good. Now I have a lot of experience. Nothing. New film, new experience. That's my way. I totally agree with what you're talking about. I try to approach things in that way myself I'm not as I'm a writer director but I feel like it's a lifetime of always learning and growing and that's the whole nature of this field yeah is there any other interesting projects that you could talk about I saw that you have a film called coming out called Balk uh, yeah, we, we should, I'm I'm uh, shot this film with Goran Radovanovic, uh, and now this film's not ready yet. Not ready yet. He's finished. He's fi he finished now the edit and the sound effects, and I waiting when I can start to grading this film. And we'll see. I saw it one time this film. I like it. It's a story about the. Love with Maza and Simon, and the story about the war. But in this film, we not never see the war like the war. It's just war like atmosphere. But the story about love inside one family. Oh, I saw that it. I'm just checking it out right now. That Milos Bikovic, Bikovic yes. is in it. He was. I yeah. saw the movie Southwind, which I loved. <laughs> Yeah, he a small episode with Milos, just small episode. He was the uh, producer, and just a little small episode with him. But it's uh, it's not episode. It's a nice uh, nice character. Nice. It's the father. Nice. It's the father of the son. And... Okay, I'm. I hope this film will have the uh, the nice destiny. 
lucky destiny. I hope so much. Yeah, I hope so too. So, Vladislav, we really appreciate you being on the Globe Screen podcast. So happy hey. to talk to you. And um, so for the nice question, it's very interesting for me, and I'm very, I'm really sorry for my English. I promise. Nothing to be sorry time. about. It's a lot better than my Russian. <laughs>